0: You're listening to Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for successful parents and couples. A fresh and powerful conversation on how to bring real shifts right into the heart of the messy and vulnerable human challenges we all go through in creating hot sex, love, closeness in our marriages, relationships, and partnerships so we can move into thriving intimacy with soul and quite literally change our lives. I'm your host, the intimacy genius, Joanna Intara. Join me for engaging soul conversations as I connect with the top voices and heart-to-heart soul conversations in all things love, sex, hotness, closeness, and intimacy on what it really is to live and thrive in the way our soul calls out for most and to shift our lives like lightning as we learn how to do it. It's time to bring all the hot sex, love, and closeness we desire right into the places that most ask for it. The call for it is now, and here we are. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness podcast for parents and couples. We really work with both parents and couples over here. I am your host, Joanna Intara, and my clients refer to me sometimes as the intimacy genius, not in a way that's stuck up, but actually the one who breaks the cycles of disconnection and suffering that you're dealing with and the trauma that you can get on to better closeness, better loving, better sexing, and um, a whole lot more intimacy, even if you have kids, even if you've been struggling, even if it feels like you're never going to get your relationship back on track. This is the podcast for you. We are on episode 19 of uh, this podcast. It's very exciting and want to welcome you here if this is the first time that you are listening. And hello. (laughs) Hello. Um, Come on over to our Facebook group, Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for Parents and Couples over on Facebook. We have lots of good, juicy information for you there each week. I share personal stories, really in-depth, detailed stories of my client work. Um, I offer you challenges and practices and helpful little nudges that hopefully are going to push you just in the right way with gentleness and compassion, but also very direct, fierce truth so that you can actually cultivate, grow, and develop the sex, the love, the closeness, the intimacy, and the connection that you truly desire. So welcome, thank you for being here. I'm super excited about our topic today because it's all about closeness and intimacy. And this is something that I hear over and over again in my client work is how do we get closer? How do we get more intimate? How do we get more connected? Because the number one struggle is that all couples have is one of disconnection whether it's disconnection in parenting disconnection in how close they want to be disconnection with the level of intimacy disconnection with the love all of that so this is what we're going to focus on today the theme and the subject of our podcast is when you want more closeness this is what makes it happen faster and what is this this is actually the way that we do honest self-assessment at our own availability for intimacy with ourself. You know, what parts are okay, what parts are off limits, and what do you do about it and why you must attend to it so that you can actually experience the true closeness and also better intimacy that is going to make your your relationship stronger, your marriage stronger if you're married. No mm-hmm. doubt this absolutely helps the relationship with your children and family life. It helps all life, including work as well. I know that for me when my relationship is going really well and things are really cooking in the intimacy department and they're making a wonderful um, you know meal so to speak nourishment, everything else flows better. you know it's easy to think I'll attend to my relationship last I'll get the work thing going first i'll I'll deal with the kids first, but I have found over and over again after. Um, 17 years of being with my husband now we've been married since 2005 and really deep work on all aspects of relationship intergenerational sex love intimacy closeness partnership parenting spirituality you know all of those things that when we put our relationship in the center everything else flows from there and it can feel like you're selfish if you're going to do that but It's kind of like the oxygen mask metaphor. If you don't put your own oxygen mask on first, then there's no way you're going to be able to help with anything else in your own life. So I'm a huge fan of putting your relationship in the center. It's very controversial um, because a lot of people say, well, you should definitely attend to your children first. I don't agree with that. There's no you there to attend to your children if you don't put your own relationship with yourself and your relationship with your partner in the center first. That doesn't mean in any level that you're ignoring your children. It doesn't mean you know that you're not attending to them. It means that you're prioritizing resourcing yourself first. Resourcing yourself first so that you can be available to create the closeness, to create the intimacy that you want and desire. How are you going to create the hot sex, love, and closeness relationship that you want, that you desire, that you need? if you are not putting yourself in the center first. So just a word out about that. I just wanna share a little bit about my own journey with this work of honest self-assessment at your own availability for intimacy with yourself. So, so often what comes up in relationship is that we have desires that wanna be met, we have needs that wanna be met, and it's very easy to go to our partner and say, I really need this from you, I have done that, many of my clients have done that. It's okay to say, you know, first, what is my own relationship with those parts? So, let me give you an example. So, so often, you know, there was a place where I really wanted my husband to absorb what I was saying to him in terms of a need or a want that I had. I, I really want you to absorb and take in what I'm saying. And it kind of was a thing for a while. It was a place I got reactive. It was a place that he also got reactive. And eventually, what happened was I really had to take a part in my own work, my own work, my own uh, therapy, my own work with my own people who help me with my own inner work, to really look at the places where I actually was not absorbing my own needs for myself. There was a place where I just wasn't letting my own needs sink in deep and uh, drop down into that with myself. And there's a certain kind of energy exchange that happens with ourself when we really let what we want from our partners, our needs, our desires, really sink into ourself first. Really see what that's about for ourselves, because I wanted him to do something that I wasn't even willing or able or aware of the fact that I wasn't doing with myself, which was letting my own needs really absorb in first. And the reason that I wasn't doing that was because there was some way that I wasn't okay with that. I I thought I was being selfish, but then I wanted him, you know, in some way to selfishly attend to my needs and desires without actually taking a deeper look at them myself. So once I did that, what happened was it really changed the energy. It changed my own relationship to my ask. It changed my own relationship to my desire. It changed my own relationship to the need, not necessarily the subject, but, or the content, but much more so the process because after I did the work of really letting myself absorb and sink into what it is that I um, was asking from him, you know, that cultivated a certain kind of inner intimacy, inner intimacy, I-N-N-E-R, intimacy. And a lot of us don't make the space to do that. It's very easy to just go straight to our partner and say, look, I really need this from you. I want that from you. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to catalyze the power of your ask, then there's a way that you can actually come back to yourself, and you can say, how do I really do this? You know, how do I drop in deeper uh, with my own relationship, with intimacy, with this particular thing? You know, what part of this is okay? What parts are off limits? Like, for me, what I discovered was that there was a way it felt like I was being, as I mentioned before, selfish, like it was not okay to be that absorbent. I should just be able to communicate my needs and wants, and somehow he should just be able to respond, but I had to take responsibility for the reaction that was going on in myself and try to get more information about it. So if you have a need that you want to be met in a relationship, if you have a desire, how are you relating it to it inside of yourself? If you have a need for your partner to be more attentive to you or to be more absorbing of what you're saying, or to be more present. I sometimes hear more and more, you know, more often, I want my partner to be present with my need. Well, my question to you would be, and this might seem a little bit unpopular, is what part, you know, of of the need are you okay hanging out with? You know, are you okay with your own presence? Are you okay being present with the need? How okay are you with that? You know, can you feel that sense of okayness in your body? Where? Is it okay in your body? Do you feel tension when you speak about the need? Where is it? You know, How much okayness can you feel in your body, your heart, your mind with your own need before you ever share it with your partner? Because my guess is, and my bet, I would bet on this, um, is that if you actually are really okay with the need and you're really present with it and you can feel that all rightness, my guess and my bet is that when you finally go to your partner with it, and you say, look, I really, sweetheart, I really need this from you. Or, you know, it would really, I really need you to be present with me. Your whole transmission is going to be different. So that's something that I want to invite you to think about this week. Try and precise, see how it goes. You know, let me know in the Facebook group, Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for Parents and Couples, how that goes for you. And, you know, I just want to say it's really important to attend to this so that we don't project onto our partner, so that we don't have our partner try to fix the things that we're not actually being intimate about. And so often I think, you know, we can um, go to our partners and want them to be the ones who make the move to create the intimacy and the closeness that we desire. But we haven't first looked at our own self and looked at our own relationship to our own intimacy. You know, intimacy means being very closely connected with Um, The prefix I-N-T means negotiating all the little in-between spaces. So it's about a certain kind of closeness and connection and proximity to all the parts. So here we are looking at the parts, you know, our honest self-assessment our our own availability for intimacy with the self, our uh, honest self-assessment of our relationship to the parts, our honest self-assessment to what parts are okay and what are not, our honest self-assessment about how we actually feel about those parts, our honest looking at how we actually um, cultivate and grow those parts and then share them with our partners, or even look at what parts of them might be off limits. Like maybe it wasn't okay for you to be present in your own needs. Maybe it just wasn't okay. A lot of people grew up not knowing that it was okay to be present with our own needs. And so what would happen and what can happen and what I've seen happen a gazillion times in my office is that those needs then get projected out on the partner and the other partner feels the reaction in them, feels the projection and of course matches up with some part of their psychology and their cosmology as well. And then they don't meet them, they don't get met. So we have to look at our own inter, in, inside of ourselves, our own intimacy with all the parts, all the pieces, and get super close with them. And I just know that if you do that, if you're sensing into that and you're deepening into that, what's gonna happen is that when you do finally come to your partner with the request, your request, your ask is going to be grounded and resourced in a whole lot more intimacy, a whole lot less reactivity. And chances are, I'm pretty sure that it's gonna come out pretty differently. And not only that, it's going to decrease any kind of negative cycle that you're in around getting your needs met. And for a lot of couples, not getting needs met tends to activate the cycle of disconnection that we talk a lot about in emotionally focused therapy for couples. And so what do we do? We become intimate and vulnerable with the parts within ourselves first, so that then you can actually experience the true closeness and the better intimacy that you desire. And you know, even if you haven't been having close intimacy and connection with your beloved for a while, or even if you think you'll never have it, or even if you've tried this a million times before, or even if you have kids and you feel like you have no time for this, I just wanna say all hope is not lost. This is really, really important. And it's important for the developing closeness and intimacy with your uh, relationship and to being able to actually have the deepening and yummy, delicious closeness that I think makes life worth living, you know? And I want to invite you to lean into the layers of support from people that are resourced to help you create it. So if you don't know how to actually go more intimate with yourself, get get support. You know, find a really good friend that you feel comfortable talking about these inner parts with. you can reach out to me. You can reach out to somebody in the group. Um, you can initiate a conversation with your partner and just have an open discussion, like I've done with my husband many, many times of like, okay, look, what are the parts that are here? How are we relating to them? What do they need? What's off limits? What might be from my past that I haven't healed yet or taken a look at or might just be projecting unconsciously onto you? And, you know, if you want the closeness and you want the connection, you find ways to go even deeper with your needs, you find the way to inquire much more precisely into the root motivation, and you don't stop until you get there, you really don't, because if you stop, you're just going to create more and more of the disconnection cycle for your part of it, along with your partner, you know, contributing their piece of it, and that's not what you want, right, so we want to keep going until we get to the true root, and and, and leaning into the layers of support is so important because so many of us do not get the teaching and the instruction on how to really do relationship really, really well, how to have the skills, how to have the resources, how to have the motivation to do it. A lot of people I notice on Facebook, it's like, well, this is not working out, it's not working out. And maybe there's a place for that, but then there's also a place for really going much more deeply into the true root and not stopping until you get there. And you make the space and you make the time and you prioritize the journey so that you end up attending to the parts those parts are calling out and so often those parts call out in relationship through conflict through challenge through little hiccups and little blips that can end up creating disconnection or little pieces of disconnection that eventually end up being big pieces of disconnection so i just want to say that my bias you know is like Let's get those places, the airtime, the actual airtime they've been calling out to for a while. And chances are, if you're listening to this, you know they've been calling out to you for a while. You know they've been trying to get your attention through drama, through trauma. We used to call it, you know, drama, trauma. And um, some of my consultation groups, they kind of go along together. You, you decide that you decode what's underneath that. And in all truth, there's something really tender and really precious and it's really, really worth attending to. It's really, really worth attending to. So this is the way you go even deeper with your own knees. You, you locate the origin point. You, know, you really keep asking what's at the root here and you keep going deeper and deeper and deeper until you can't find anything else. There's a huge relief in that. And when you overturn what that core place is, things get simpler. Things get a whole lot more simpler. And then what happens is that you then are able to relate whatever those needs are much more authentically to your partner. And when you do that, the chance at intimacy, the chance at connection is so much more likely to happen. And I know this is what you want. All of the goodness things come from there. Better sex, better loving, more intimacy, better parenting. Your kids get the role model of better intimacy and connection as well as far as their lives are concerned. Um, that transmission, you know, swirls through your household in a really good way. It also is very effective at work because so much of the skills that I'm sharing with you here on this podcast are also very deeply applicable to the work environment as well. And this is not foo foo fluff. You know, this is grounded, precise steps that you can take. And I think if you do this, I'm just going to go out on a limb here, you're going to feel deeply gotten perhaps for the very first time, and that will create the precious connection and intimacy that I know that you want and that you've been craving. So if this sounds good to you and you're one of those people who are just thinking like, gosh, I've got this one thing. We get into this little snafu. I don't know how to get out of it. Here's what I want to invite you to do. I want you to reach out to me at freecallwithjoanna.com. I've got room for one person this week. Each week I talk to one amazing person. And you can share with me any one thing you've got going on in the disconnection realm, even if it seems really subtle, I know it's important to you or it could be something that's on a, on a larger level. And I'll help you as a free call with the one thing that you can do to shift it. And I guarantee you it will be clear, practical, deep. I'll try to make it fun. Um, I believe in play work, not homework. And I know it will be really valuable for you. So I'm really curious who that's going to be. And this has been helpful for you or you know somebody, a couple or families in your community who are going through hard times because of disconnection issues and it's rippling out everywhere, please feel free to share them this podcast and and get this into the hands of those people because this is going to help them actually cultivate and develop the resources that they need in order to have more connection, to have more closeness, to have more love. It's free. There's no excuse for them not to have it. Um, And I want you to have it as well and take it in and drink it in in all the places that need it come on over to our Facebook group uh, and introduce yourself to me. I'd love to meet you and connect with you. It's okay if you feel shy. You can definitely send me a private message. Probably 95% of the people in that group send me uh, private messages instead of posting publicly in the group because this is really deep, intimate stuff. And As a culture, we are very much learning how to do all this for the first time. So you're off the hook. <laughs> There's no one to blame, but it is our responsibility to take care of it and to attend to it so that we can have the closeness and the intimacy and the love and the connection that we really really desire. It's been a privilege to be here. Thank you so much. Don't forget to sign up for the free call, free call with joanna.com. That's j o a n n a.com. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm grateful for you all. I'm grateful for your questions. I'm grateful that we get to be in this community together and sending much love, all my love to you all. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness podcast. If today's episode shifted your world or gave value to you, I'd really love for you to leave us a quick review on iTunes. Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness is a collective conversation of bringing all our inner resources, expert advice, and real-world value with fresh embodiment right into the relational places that we all know need it the most. If you're ready to break free from your current challenges and rise boldly into your full relation thriving with soul visit me at besoulfulfilled.com that's b-e-s-o-u-l-f-u-l-f-i-l-l-e-d.com or come on over to our facebook group hot sex love and closeness for parents for one-on-one coaching daily advice tips and guidance products and courses all curated to empower you to shift into true fulfillment till you're all the way home next time you're on the right path your challenges and vulnerability are navigatable and you're capable of shifting into love healing and all the hot closeness and connection you desire embody your best relationship self and shift into the soul-lit love you're meant to live